A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. If you've got raspberries in your backyard and you're not quite sure what to do with them, I've got some help for you. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. UW-Madison horticulture professor Amaya Tucha is also a UW Extension fruit specialist. She's here to tell me if I need to do anything to winterize my summer-bearing raspberries. So there's two types of raspberries. We have what we call the summer-bearing and the fall-bearing. And so the difference between those two is where you are going to harvest your fruit. If you uh, look at the you know, uh, the raspberry plants in the spring, what you're going to see is that from the ground, from the crown, you're going to see those shoots coming out of there. And so those that are growing during the summer is what we call a primocane, okay? So they're growing from the soil all the way up and in fall bearing raspberries, when they grow during the entire growing season, during the fall at the very tip, you're gonna have flowers and you're gonna have fruit. If you keep those same canes and you overwinter them, the following year, they will have on the top flowers during the summer and those are called floricanes once they have winter past one entire winter. So in the case of the summer ones, you need to keep all of the new canes that grew during the summer. You can't prune them off in the fall because those are the ones that are gonna carry your fruit in the summer. In the case <coughs> of fall bearing ones, what you can do is now, well not now because you're probably still harvesting some of them, but in the fall around November, you can go ahead and prune all of those canes to the surface of the soil. Don't leave any stumps there, just prune them all out. And what you're gonna see in the, in, the, in the spring is that new canes are gonna start growing and they are going to produce fruit in the fall. And so I think that if you are a, a homeowner and you don't know anything about growing raspberries, my recommendation is grow fall bearing raspberries because they're easier to grow. At the end of the fall, in this, in around November, you can prune them all off, and then the following year, you don't have to do anything. They're gonna come up, they're gonna give you fruit in the fall. Once they stop fruiting and you have, have the first frost, and things start getting cold, you wait until November, you cut them all off, and then they will come up, and it's so much easier than having to deal with the summer ones that you need to keep them and overwinter them so that you can have fruit in early summer. Okay, can you interplant the two types? Yes, you can, you can. The I guess thing that would make that it hard to. You <laughs> will have to figure out which ones of them, which, which of those canes are canes that are primocane so that they're growing this growing season, which ones are floricanes that grew last season and you kept them over winter. And so that's where things get a little bit complicated and you really need to you know, keep tab of which cane is which and which one needs to be pruned and which one needs to be kept. Yeah, that might be a little bit too much work. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a lot of information about how to grow raspberries. Uh, again, you know, UW-Madison, the Division of Extension has a lot of resources in their learning store. You can go online, you can download most of those PDFs for free and they have a lot of instructions. I have, you know, we have videos also in our website. Uh, there's a ton of resources sources there that you can find about growing raspberries. Do fruit ever deplete their soil of nutrients? Do I have to ever add anything to the soil or my compost pile or anything like that? If you have compost, that's great. If you are, if you are producing uh, compost, uh, adding compost in the spring to your raspberry patch will be great. In the case of uh, the grapes, 
I would say if you have a, a soil that is very sandy and poor in nutrients, it might be worth to add some sort of organic matter, just like you know compost. Uh, that will work great. But if you have soil that tends to be heavy, like a lot of clay, those that you know when it rains it holds a lot of water, uh, those are going to be soils that naturally tend to have a little bit more nutrients. And grapes in general are very vigorous, so you don't want to add more so that you have these crazy vines uh, growing during the summer that that will eventually affect how long it will take for these ones to ripe. Yeah. The more vegetation you have around those clusters, the less light you have, and so it takes longer for those, uh, for those clusters to ripe and to accumulate sugar. The other thing that you can do is um, you can take soil samples, just if you want to check the level of nutrients that you have in the soil, you can send them to you know either uh, UW, we have a soils lab, you can send a sample there, you can talk with your local extension uh, office and they can help you send those samples uh, and give you information about how much fertilizer you need to apply. I would say in general, people always think that when you have problems growing fruit, it's because of nutrient problems. I get so many questions about like, I don't have flowers, oh my plants are doing these, or my tree is doing the other. It's very rarely that you will have no fruit because the plant doesn't have any nutrients. It has to be an extreme case, like extreme, extreme. And you would already see signs on your, on your plant. Either they will turn yellow, they will drop their leaves, they would have some strange symptoms going on that you could say something is happening here. If you're not having a fruit or your fruit is not of high quality or the quality that you expect, as I say, it's probably due to something else, not necessarily nutrient. And that's the first thing that people go to, like, I need to fertilize, I need to fertilize. And it's, it's not necessarily, not all of the fruit that you grow in your backyard needs to be fertilized every year. Well, thank you so much. That's yeah. that's all my questions for. I head out and start doing everything you told me to do. <laughs> but again, Dr. Amaya Tucha, UW Extension Fruit Specialist and uh, Professor in Horticulture. So thank you so much for, for doing this with You're me welcome. today.